You're listening to The Kelly Joe Show on Talk Jive Radio, a damn Indian production distributed by the Institute for Native Arts and Media, a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in Norman, Oklahoma. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect those of the INAM organization. Thank you so much for hanging out. Welcome, welcome. This is um, in line with our election segment, so um, I greatly appreciate you indulging me. Uh, so straight ticket voting. Uh, of course, here in Oklahoma, some places don't have it. Every every state has, an, again, a different way that they vote, a different way in that they engage in their democracy. Like I said earlier, uh, Rhode Island actually votes early up until like the day of. Um, there are a couple of, of states that do that. So we didn't have um, early numbers for them. But straight ticket is basically you check one box. Like if you're a Republican, this is a good because this is who it benefits. You check the like check the box like straight ticket and you just vote for all the Republicans that are in there okay here's the thing in oklahoma though you can vote straight ticket but the lady at the caddo county election board said that you can vote straight ticket but if you go down if you want to change it for any of the other ones you just go down and you mark the ones that you know like okay well i'm gonna vote straight ticket republican but i'm gonna vote for joy hoffmeister for democrat you know for for governor a Democrat for governor. So you go down and you mark mark by Joy Hoffmeister's name or Kendra Horn's name or, you know, anybody, uh, any other, any maybe a libertarian, maybe there's libertarian. There's one of the state offices where there is no Democrat running. There is a Republican and there is a libertarian. And so um, labor commissioner, that's all up here in Oklahoma. And so you really want to, um, if you have time, look at the ballot before a little late in the game. Now, um, the, the thing is just get out and vote. Um, if you need a ride, call somebody, please. Uh, because it is, it's just a really, really important day, uh, for you to exercise your right to vote. It's just an important day for, uh, for our country. There's a lot at stake. And stop tying everything to Joe Biden, because like I was saying in the last in the last segment, when you, you've got to give these new administrations at least two years to really see what they're about, because look at Trump. Trump inherited a hell of an economy. He inherited. You know. Just some really good things from Obama. And turned it right around on the racism and the division that the Republicans like Mitch McConnell stoked when Obama got elected because it was an affront to them that, that, that a black man would lead them and that they couldn't just flat out call him the N word. And so I think voters have turned out to do what's right for them in a, in a lot of ways, in a lot of instances. Um, and in this case, you know, women need to understand what we're voting for and who's going to protect us. 
that's the thing. I mean, with all of this strong women and powerful women and self-defense and all of these things that that women do at the end of it, we're at the mercy of these laws and we're at the mercy of this, these legislators who don't like women and who will always have the power to have safe access and the best best care offered to the women in their orbit. But it's not so for women like me who speak out on it or who who can't who who don't have that political clout and who don't have that that ability to fight the fight the system like that because there are a lot of brown women out there and we need to lend our voices to this and we need to make sure that they're heard loud and clear um, across the board across the country uh there are so many natives we we are only two million strong that's true but that can swing elections everywhere when you when you put that with the with the with the tally of everything else so i i and that's something else i'm curious about is how how many of these early voters how many of that 64,000 plus voters in Alaska were Indians? How many of these 323,000 early voters in Kansas were Indians? How many of that 199,168 here in Oklahoma, how many of those were Indians? I know there was at least one. And so it, it's... And and it's like I said, Caddo County was busy on the first day. Now, I don't know if they retained that level of busyness, but 199,000, that's almost 200,000 people in Oklahoma. That's a lot of people to early vote here. I just cannot stress that enough. That is a lot. And so what that tells me is that we're engaged, we're paying attention, and it's going to be interesting to see the final numbers and how many people vote because when you you know we dr crow and i talk about this a lot here in grady county oklahoma where usually about 200 people vote that's it in a county this size with all of these precincts and all of the people that are here and everything 200 people decide for everybody else that lives here I'm going to be one of those 200 people, (laughs) even though my votes really don't typically count for much because I'm so outnumbered. There's still part of the, the process and there's still a place for me in the democratic process. There's still a place for me to go and speak out, even if Democrats historically don't step up to the plate here in Oklahoma. And that's, that's just, a damn shame and i mean why do what's wrong with us and i say us but i'm not going to run for office and and that therein lies the issue i think there's a lot of us who are very liberal and don't think that our our past behavior even our current behavior <laughs> is something our current opinions that get that uh, have a disclaimer by a parent company uh you know <laughs> We don't 
we we don't think in those in those terms of this is what's best for us in the future because when you it's like i said that two years that gives places and, and new administrations time to organize and time to start implementing their priorities and how that looks and sometimes those changes are swift and draconian and detrimental on purpose to certain certain communities that's just that's mean I don't care who you are. That's, I mean, and and to to know that you can vote and know that you can have a say in that, in that process, in that, in this crazy way of American life. If that's the only thing, and and again, they're trying to take that away from us too. It's diminishing. These rights are diminishing with every election cycle. And we've seen it and we know that's why it's that's why all of this thing is take so long, because Republican legislatures in these states, in these battleground states, they chose to slow this down. And don't forget that when you're going to the polls today too, these Republican leaders across and I'm putting the, the quotes up, these leaders who have been tasked to help our most vulnerable in, in the Republican legislature have, have voted against everything. Voted against uh, Medicare, Medicare expansion. Voted against caps on insulin. Voted against student loans. In fact, there are legis Republican legislatures right now that are holding up the student loan relief. All because it says Democrat. Not because, not because you know, they think it's not of value. It's because a Democrat did it and they're going to find a reason not to not to um, not to roll with it. But Biden, he came through with it. He said that he was going to put the first black woman on the Supreme Court. He did it. He said he was going to choose a, a female running mate. He did that. He said that he was going to help seniors. He did that. He said that he was going to address student loan debt. He did that. He said he was going to address these gas prices. He did that. This inflation is not his fault. This inflation is the powers that be. And when you think about how the power has been consolidated by the Koch brothers and by Trump and his cronies, those are the people who actually have the controls of these prices. Georgia Pacific could totally, totally lower the price on, on paper towels and things like that. Procter and Gamble can totally lower the price on toothpaste and things like that. The Koch brothers and Costco can totally lower prices if they want to. They choose not to because it's a stranglehold on us. It's a stranglehold on the very power that they get. And for them to starve us out, it's so Sun Tzu-ish where, you know, they don't really have to make us fight. They can just starve us out. They can make the, the poor people not have any options, can't go to college. What's your only option? The military. They love that. Make our military bigger. Love the soldiers. Hate the veteran. Because if they loved, if they loved the veteran, they would provide the things that they needed, like mental health care and things like that. I didn't hear one single Republican say anything about veterans' mental health care. 
I didn't hear one Republican say anything about any kind of plans that they had to help address homelessness or to help address this inflation, like this crime. Like, what are they going to do? Like, hey, we hate this crime. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? We're going to own the libs. That's what we're going to do about it. We're going to own the libs. And so it, it's it's just a scary thing that that's the only priority that they have. They don't have any legislative priorities. They don't have any political priorities except to stay in power and to starve us out, to continue to starve us out. And this has been happening over decades. This whole this whole um, everything made in China. I remember a time when everything was touted made in the USA. Remember that? It was a proud thing um, back in the in the late 80s, early 90s. Like everything was made in the USA. You look at Walmart, everything at Walmart was made in the USA. Um, not so anymore. And there are all kinds of factors for that. And I'm not saying that Democratic administrations have been perfect. Not by a fucking sight. Not by a sight. Because don't forget, I will never, ever forgive Joe Biden for confirming Clarence Thomas. I'll never forgive him for what he did to Professor Anita Hill. And I've carried that with me. And I did not want Joe Biden. And I mean, I still don't want Joe Biden. <laughs> I want I want somebody to run against him who can win. But we we don't know that. And and what's happening today and in these elections and all that, this is this is such important things that are that are happening in our time and it's a crazy time to be alive it's a it's crazy when you see someone like liz cheney endorsing democrats when you see jc watts who for him being a quarterback at the university of oklahoma being a a a pillar in the oklahoma uh community not just not just in the football community but in the political community um in the uh in the religious community i mean jc watts is is to be revered for everything that that he has done for for oklahoma and for us he is a true oklahoman and even he and he's a republican like a diehard republican and even he voted is um, endorsing Joy Hoffmeister. That's huge when you're looking at these diehard Republicans like himself starting to say, okay, this is not what we're about. Because if there's one thing that I've always thought about old school, like grand old party Republicans, um, very conservative, it would be like Mr. Watts. It would be somebody who's, who's, well, but soft-spoken, very connected, um, very family-oriented, very church-oriented, very community-oriented. Um, that's kind of what I had always think, what I think about when I think about traditional Republicans. What's happening here with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and all of these other crazy election deniers and these... I mean, all of these these secretary of state races that nobody paid attention to, uh, it, it's this is I don't know what happened, but whatever it is, it's really scary. And any 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 time 
things get this extreme and anytime this rhetoric gets this ramped up, it's up to us as the people to tamp that down and to at least get in there and, and vote for sane, sensible leadership and people who aren't out just to spread information and just to keep power, just to keep it. We want to make sure that it works for us because it, it's supposed to, and we're the freaking bosses here. So let's let's say what we want. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Kelly Joe Show, a damn end in production distributed by the Institute for Native Arts and Media. The views and opinions expressed in this segment are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect those of the INAM organization. For more information or to donate, email Native Arts and Media Institute at gmail.com. You can always catch past episodes of all shows wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for your support.